Hallelujah. Glory to the King. We bless the name of Jesus. Man, I ripped my pages. Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. I had Pastor Farrell and them. They looked at that one message and they they said, Lord, have mercy. I was going so fast we couldn't even write the scriptures down, Pastor. What in the world? They said, Boy, you and Ed be flying. I looked at Sister Carol and said, You know, I didn't say nothing because they didn't know that, you know, Ed had the scriptures. <laughs> You know what I mean? Let them think. We still probably move pretty fast, swift anyway, though. Amen. Come on up here. Brother Ed, amen. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this night, this day. Uh, we do humbly ask and request. We need to understand open what we're talking on here tonight. Speak to us your words of truth in my name of Jesus. We give you glory for all things. Amen. All right. So with that said, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll let Ed flip through the scriptures so everybody won't be what you call left behind. We're still going to be rolling, though. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What we're going to talk about here tonight is um, we're going to get into, you know, the word or the name fear. Mask itself in many different ways. And it's extensive. Well over 365 times in the scriptures, you'll hear a reference that says Fear not. Fear not, fear not, fear not. And if you put them all together, you know, fear not all, you know, one day, uh, you know, you say fear not one day, 365 days in a year, pretty much you read scripture, you'd be doing pretty good as far as fear go then, wouldn't you? But it masks itself in so many different ways. I mean, people, uh, especially us human beings, because that's the only ones that kind of talk the language that we do, isn't it? But us human beings, you know, we, we have a lot that we deal with. We have a lot that we go through. We have a, a lot of unspoken language that is communicated to us on a daily basis. And a lot of people just do not know how to make sense uh, of all the communication that is going on um, within the minds, uh, how we feel. Uh, yet, and still they control if you don't have any understanding, almost every aspect of your life. So that's the reason why we're here. We're here to provide understanding. 2 Timothy 1.7, which we know is the root scripture. Since God has not given us this spirit, yet there's hardly a day that doesn't go by that we don't feel that spirit in some way, shape, fashion, or form. Is that right? Um, but understanding is a wellspring of life. And once we get to understanding of everything that, that the scripture is trying to explain to us, then, you know, we can have, um, uh, we can walk in greater confidence, greater boldness. Not only that, you know, as being the ministers of Christ that we are, according to Acts 13, 47, you know, we, we can actually go out and teach other people how to be free from things that they, um, you know, you can't go read in the, uh, a medical manual. You understand what I mean? Uh, you, you're not going to um, hear it from churches because churches don't talk about it. Church don't, you know, churches don't even talk about spirits nowadays. Assemblies don't even talk about spirits nowadays. You know, they, I guess they just assume we're just all here existing and we're the only ones in this universe. Well, according to my book, I don't see it that way. Don't even read it that way. Amen? Come on with it. 2 Timothy 1, 7, read. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear. So we know Yah hasn't given us this spirit. 
So since he didn't give us this spirit, then that spirit had to originate and come from somewhere else. Amen. Now, I'm inclined to believe that this spirit of fear, especially since it's a smallest, has to do with Satan and his kingdom. Amen. But look what he, he said he did give us. But of power and of love mm. and of a sound mind. Now, there are three things right there to combat one spirit. Amen. Power, love, and a sound mind. Just to fight one spirit now. And we're going to see how extensive this thing is. Psalms 111, verse 10. We need wisdom Amen. in this hour that we're living in. So you really need to pay attention and listen to, okay? Come on with it. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. That is the beginning of wisdom. You see, when you learn how to fear the most high, then you really won't have too much time for the spirit of fear. Amen. I'm making any sense. Yes, sir. Because not doing what he commands us to do should cause a greater fear than the fear that the enemy can place on your mind. Amen. Am I making sense? Yes, sir. And didn't Jesus said, fear the one that can destroy both body and soul in hell? Mm -hmm. That's what he said, right? Hallelujah. Read on. A good understanding have all they that do his commandments. His praise endureth forever. We are the ones that get this understanding. You understand what I mean? We get this understanding because we keep his commandments. Not only do we keep them, but we do them. You see, there's a dynamic involved when you're walking with God. Everybody hears the word. We hear so much word, but it's not doing too many people any earthly good. The amount of word that they hear. That's because the wisdom of it and the understanding of it does not come until you start applying what the word says. You have to be a doer of the word and not a hearer only. And that's the reason why many people are not walking in victory in, any, you know, in all these different areas of their lives. And we're going to get into a bunch of different aspects of our lives, too. We're going to get into um, um, the, the part of our lives that, that people don't pay too much attention to, but yet and still the enemy does. All right? Amen. We're going to go to Psalms 55, verse 2. Now, torment, where does it come from? From. Wouldn't that be nice to know? Yeah, I, I call them spiritual whammies. You see, we are wired a certain way, brothers and sisters. Amen. And believe it or not, a lot of things that I'm talking that I'm going to talk about, you already can associate it. You, you can associate it with your with some aspect of your life. Mm -hmm. But the understanding of it is not there. So tonight, when we talk about this, hopefully that the understanding. It would open up your mind, open up your conscience, and make you more aware of what's going on. All right, let's listen to the word for a second. Attend unto me and hear me. You hear that? Attend and hear. Give me some attention and listen attentively. Hear me. Come on. I mourn in my complaint. Now, isn't that something? Mourn in my complaint. Now, this is talking about a soulish condition right here. Mourn in my complaint. Watch this. Read on. And make a noise. Make a noise. Watch this now. Because of the voice of the enemy. Ah, because of the voice of the enemy. You know how many times that we have uh, complaints and how many times we make noise because of the spiritual yeah. oppression that goes on within the mind, the, what we feel in the bodies, but yet and still there's no words to describe what's going on. Amen. That's what he's talking about right here. It's true. But, who, but because of the voice 
of the enemy. Now let's watch this. This, this the voice of this enemy right here. It has something distinctive about it. Something fun to read on. Because of the oppression of the wicked. Because of the oppression of the what? Wicked. Of the wicked. Watch this now. Look, look, watch out and see. Watch and see what the word does. Come on. For they cast iniquity upon me. They cast iniquity upon me. You know what they you know how you cast iniquity upon some, upon someone? By saying words that are not favorable to them. Yeah. Mm. Wow. See, I've said it a long time ago, and I've often said it that many times, you know. Here we are claiming to be saints of the Most High. And there are people in the world who say that they fear God. Are you following me? But yet and still, they will invoke demonic spirits to go and oppress the righteous through bad conversation. Speaking negatively. You know, we get so many analogies about, you know, if you take a feather and you throw it out the window, can you retrieve it? Wind going out the window, can you go get it back? If a word, you take a word, you can you go get back the word that has come out of your mouth? No. You can't do it, can you? Mm -hmm. See, a lot of times there are, there are spirits that are just waiting to hear something that would give them access to go and attack somebody. Mm -hmm. Amen. And you have to direct your speech and your conversation toward someone. Now, because we're spiritual beings, we can tell when something is trying to disturb our peace. Amen. We may not know where it originate from. Are you following me? We can tell that something's wrong. Something's wrong somewhere because here I am all of a sudden, la, 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 walking along and everything, and all of a sudden I feel a wham, a hit. Wait a minute, where'd that come from? Mm -hmm. But see, you have, to have, you have to be discerning, Amen. and you have to know how to walk in the Spirit. Before you can understand what's going on. If everything is going fine. And then all of a sudden you feel a wham. All of a sudden something trying to hit you. And bring you down. I'm telling you that somebody is casting iniquity upon you. Amen. For we wrestle not. Against flesh and blood. All these scriptures seem to make so much sense. Amen. Isn't that something? Amen. Walk in the spirit. So that you don't fulfill the lust of the flesh. Isn't that right? Amen. What is the lust of the flesh? You know, you look at all the sins of the lust of the flesh. Everything it identifies by. Are you following me? The majority of all of them, the majority of them has to do with something that comes from your heart. Yeah. Mm. Ah. Amen. And in order to give the enemy power, you've got to say something. In order for God to have power and access in our lives, we've got to say something. Amen. We can be filled with the Holy Spirit from the bottom of our feet to the top of our head. But yet, if we don't say what God tells us to say, Amen. we don't put it into practice what God tells us to do. You follow me? We're just spiritual whooping boards for the enemy. Amen. So when he say, you bind, whatever you bind in heaven shall be bound on earth. And whatever you loose in heaven shall be loose on earth. Well, I mean, what are you buying? See, nobody tells the, the assembly what you're buying. What do you buy? What do you lose? See, we know because we've had this teaching for quite some time. But you can just be walking along, brother and sister, and all of a sudden, bam, something hits you. You're feeling fine, doing good and everything, but you feel it in your soulless realm. That is something trying to change your course that day. It's trying to alter and change everything about you, your whole composition for that whole entire day. But what you're going to have to do is go, huh, you don't even have to worry about where it originates from. Yeah. 
All you ever say, I don't receive this in the name of Jesus. Amen. I send this devil back right now in the Amen. name of Jesus. No. Nah. See, they cast iniquity. Mm -hmm. And in wrath, they did what? Hate me. They hate me. Y'all hearing this? Mm -hmm. You can, Because we're spiritual beings, you can feel this stuff. Amen. Have you ever walked around someone and you can tell, oh boy, something just ain't right. Something just ain't right there. That's because God is trying to teach us how to walk more in the spirit yeah. than more than in the flesh. Amen. If you can discern a good spirit on somebody, surely you can discern a bad spirit. Amen. God hates a false balance, don't he? That's, right. That's there for you to have your, your guard ready, Amen. your heart ready, so you can discern good and evil. Amen. 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 Read on. My heart is sore pain. Now, where's your heart me? at? That's the very seat, the inner part of a man. That's where emotions, desires, and appetites come from. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Mm -hmm. My heart is sore pain. Where at, though? Within, Within me. Within me. Read on. And the terrors of death are terrors fallen upon me. Terrors of death are fallen upon me. Y'all understand the language of the scripture right here? Mm -hmm. Y'all see this? This should be jumping right off the page on us. Amen. You understand that? Let's get into nightmares and terrors here for a second. Psalms 91, verse 5. Let's get into a little bit of nightmares here. So you don't have to put up with a heaviness that just, or some type of oppression that comes upon you out of nowhere. And that's the one thing I fear about the saints of the Most High. Um, and what I mean is, is that we pay so much attention to anything that comes our way. And then we react on it and we never fight. And God has made us warriors. Amen. 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 Psalms 91 verse 5. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night. You should not be afraid of the terror by night. Have you ever been sleeping upon your bed and all of a sudden you feel this horror or terror come up on you or something like what in the world is going on? What do you think it is? I'll tell you what it is because you don't know what it is. Them are demonic spirits. Amen. Tormenting. Chances are no telling what they're there but, but, but they've been dispatched some way somehow. You know how I know they was dispatched? Because I got the whole story of Job that tells me they were dispatched. Amen. It's that simple. That's true. They were dispatched some way, somehow. Amen. You understand what I mean? I mean, I'll be sitting there laying in the bed, and all of a sudden, I go, oh, oh boy, look, where, look who, done, who in the world. See, because I don't have no time to be fearing. I mean, I can feel fear, but that's my body, my spirit, telling me that something is not right. Amen. That don't mean I'm going to be terrified. Because you jump up out of bed, you ain't going to see nothing. And if you do see something, you get the opportunity to fight. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Well, we some deadheads, ain't we? <laughs> yes, Don't nothing excite us. You ain't no more tired than I am. Amen. We'll make sure next Bible study before that, we, you spend the whole day with me. That way y'all can sit here. Oh, boy. Amen. Probably what it is, they get so much fear upon them, they even scared to say yeah, something yeah, because yeah, the enemy amen. might get me. I heard that. Amen. You know what I mean? If I say something, the enemy yeah. might get me. <laughs> you know what Brother Shane said years ago? He said, I'm afraid to attack the enemy because if I attack the enemy, he might get me. Bunch of spiritual cowards. <laughs> but we can recognize that this spirit is there. We, we know that it's there. Well, you know, it's there. Man, what more? What what is the most beautiful words to say in a time like it? I in the name of Jesus. That's right. 
Mm, I cast you out. Get away from here. You're going to get up out. I ain't got no time going to sleep. Now, if he want to mess around with you, tore around with you, then just start putting some of them spiritual fire upon him like we know how. Hallelujah. Amen. I know if a lies can chase one off, they, they want to try to appear to them. They always try to do it to children make them scared. Yeah. Try to, I know a lies can point his finger and they just take all running and stuff. Look at all you grown adults. All these phobias and anxiety attacks and everything and biting your nails to the quick and stuff because you scared to exist. Amen. Whew. Amen. Look at them. Well, won't you go down there and, hey, hey, go down down hall for a second. In the dark. Oh, Lord, have mercy. God has not given us a spirit of fear. That's right. Read on. Nor for the arrow that flieth by day. See, there's an arrow that's flying by day. Y'all hearing this? An arrow that's flying by day. An arrow is meant to do something. An arrow, if you're going to shoot it at somebody, that arrow has a desire, and that desire is to penetrate. Yeah, that's right. Am I making any sense? Yes, sir. Read on. Nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. And all this take place when? He got all the different times, mm -hmm. but now we're dealing with the night right here. Right. Thou shalt not be afraid of the terror by night. You know what that means? That means there's terror in the night. That's right. So don't be afraid. And we end up feeling, and what we do, get afraid. And then we give place to the devil when we shouldn't give place to the devil. Amen. You know what I mean? You can be in your own home that you're very familiar with, and then you can feel something that make you afraid to go into a one room. Because the light ain't on. What you think it is? Y'all spiritual cowards or what? I can understand if you was a little boy and girl and wasn't being taught nothing. Oh, praise God. Amen. We ain't going to get in the way tonight, brother. I, mean, I might as well just be talking to these chairs. But next time I just do it well, to the chairs, brother. <laughs> Isaiah 54, verse 14, brother. All right. Let's go another. Read on. In righteousness shalt thou be established. That's how we establish the people. In righteousness. Come on with it. Thou shalt be far from oppression. You all, we, when, when you are in righteousness. When you are in righteousness, you'll be far from oppression that's the reason why i can't understand all these people that every time you turn around they they, they 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 don't even have one day in seven of peace they constantly dealing with the devil Amen. and i'm wondering where's your righteousness at where's the peace that the lord said that he was going to establish and give you i mean you understand that but if your mind is not on right, you're not reacting right and stuff, you're going to go around the devil just going to keep on whooping the fighter. Here you are trying to, trying to define the enemy. You don't even know who it is. Yeah. And you wonder why confusion of faces belong to us. Amen. In righteousness, so shalt thou be established. You hear that? And thou shalt be far, thou shalt be far from oppression. You know, oppression... Is a dark cloud, demonic spirit that you feel engulf and come up on you. Amen. That's what oppression is. Amen. You can feel the weight on your mind. You feel the weight of it on your body. That's true. Amen. But if you're in righteousness, you won't feel it. Amen. Whosoever keep the commandment shall feel no evil thing. Amen. Now, what I mean by feel is, is that it won't sit down, lodge, and build a place to sit there for a while. 
Spiritually, you'll be recognizing that there's something going on, but you also don't to do about it. Amen. We didn't have all these years of good teaching to not know what's going on. Amen. Hallelujah. Read on. For thou shalt not fear. You should not do what? Fear. You should not fear. Come on. And from terror, for it shall not come near thee. Now, isn't that something? And I'm telling you, it disturbs me when I see saints of the Most High in constant terror. Yeah. It ought not be. It should not be. The joy of the Lord shall be your strength. And if you faint in a day of adversity, that's because of what? Your strength is small. Uh -huh. Amen. What strength is small? Of the Lord. Mm -hmm. right. Hallelujah. Amen. That means you're not walking the right way. Amen. You're giving place to the devil the wrong way. Come on with it. Behold, they shall surely gather together. They are going to gather together. Don't think... What well, brother is saying is no discharge in this war. Don't don't you think for one minute that you just gonna walk through this life and not there's not gonna be no warfare. See, God, you know, the remarkable character character about him is that he gives you peace in the midst of the storm. Yes, amen. Huh? You understand yes, that? Yes, sir. He gives yes, you sir. peace right in the midst of the storm. Amen. That's what he told the disciples on the ship, peace be still. Amen. Told it to win, peace be still, didn't he? Right. Disciples of terror. Oh, feel, oh, Lord, don't you care that we perish? I come to give you life, and that more abundantly, you worried about perishing. Here's the one that made the wind and the storm, the sea and the boat, and they're terrified. We got the Holy Spirit living in us, and we're just so afraid. Sore. Afraid. Mm -hmm. Ought not to be so, my brother. Amen. Ought not to be so. Amen. My brother. Amen. Why? Because God has not given us the spirit of fear. That's right. Ought not to be so. Hallelujah. And I tell him the truth. Yes, sir. Amen. Read on, brother. But not by me. Whosoever shall gather together against thee shall fall for thy sake. Y'all hearing that? Anybody who gathers together against you will fall for your sake. Amen. They're going to whoop pow. Whoop pow. Isn't that beautiful? But you got to know how to help aid in making them fall too. Yes, sir. That's why it's called the weapons of our warfare. Isn't that something? And, and the majority of people, all they do is just sit and walk around. Amen. All day long, not knowing nothing. Impervious to what's going on. Oh, the wind blew. It's cold outside. Know nothing about what's going on spiritually. Mm -hmm. Amen. But yet and still, the weapons of our warfare are not cardinal, as you suppose. But they're mighty through God to the pulling down of what? Strongholds. Ain't nobody got no wall built up around you. But yet there's, there's a wall that you can't see that's being built up and trying to be built up to keep you in, isn't it? Mm -hmm. uh, and that's something. There's something trying to fortify its position against you spiritually, isn't it? Amen. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Then what are we supposed to be doing? We got to arm ourselves with the same mind that Christ Jesus had. Amen. Amen. Is that right? That's right. Read on. Amen. I want you to read that one again. Verse, read verse um, 15. 
Behold, they shall surely gather together, but not by me. Whosoever shall gather together against thee shall fall for thy sake. You hear that? Anybody that gathers together against God's anointing are going to fall. And I'm glad. I rejoice at that. I'm, I promise you I do. Amen. Didn't the Bible say the Lord said I'll fight you by? Yeah. I'm going to give him an opportunity to do it too. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah, amen. Some of us wouldn't even know our enemy if he looked, right, looked at us right in the face. Amen. We wouldn't. Amen. Proverbs 29, verse 25. The fear of man. We're going to deal with a few scriptures on the fear of man. Hey, you know what? God told the prophet, Jeremiah, and he told Ezekiel, what he, hey, you are going to see fear. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to show you how you're going to see it too. There's another aspect of it. Let's read Proverbs 29, 25. The fear of man bringeth a snare. The fear of who? Man. The fear of who? Man. Man does what? Bringeth a snare. And that seems like that's what man is always trying to do. Have you ever been around someone who's just trying to intimidate you with their physical presence? Mm-hmm. That's a snare. Amen. They're trying to snare you. They're trying to put you in prison. Mm-hmm. You understand? Now, I've always been of the attitude that somebody's trying to intimidate me with their physical presence. I'd rather just smack them right in the nose. I mean, just punch them out. And, you know what I mean? That's how I react to fear. If you're going to do that, man, with it, you know what I mean? But we can't do that in Christ. But we can show, look at you, and say, I see you, devil. Why? Because that's the devil controlling that person. Amen. Uh, they may not know it, but we know it. That's right. Amen. That's a devil controlling that person. Mm-hmm. That's right. I'm glad David had a whole lot better heart than the rest of those cowards in Israel Amen. sitting up there hiding behind rocks and everything while Goliath mm-hmm. going out making this big old boast. Yeah. Talking about what he going to do. Yeah, I, I, even at that young of age, I understood that kind of talk. Mm-hmm. I did. I said, man, now wait a minute. I'm over here too and you talking to me. Y'all heard my story about over in, um, um, where was that in Europe I was at? Fran- England? England? I remember the story. You remember the story? We ain't going to tell the story, though. Right, yeah. it, you know what I mean? We ain't going to tell the story, but, right. you know, I was down there, too. Yeah. You may have been talking to everybody. I was going to make sure he wasn't, but if he was, we, we was going to settle some words. You know? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I didn't do that much talking, either. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> you understand? You sitting over here in the army of God, and there's an enemy over there, and he's talking to the army of God. Who's sitting over there too? Amen. David was, and David said, "Who is this uncircumcised Philistine that's sitting to fight the armies of Israel?" I shut up, David. Shut up. Shut up. Shh, 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 shh. Be quiet. What? Get your hand away from me. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Amen. Now, rest, of y'all. You can go back home and watch the watch the equipment. Hallelujah. Because when you don't have to, ain't no need in, and there's no need in living in fear, in terror. Amen. And in bondage of the enemy. Amen. Praise God. It's going to take a complete change of mind, brothers and sisters. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Read on. But whoso putteth his trust in the Lord shall be safe. Woo! Whoso putteth his trust in the Lord shall be safe. Amen. Now you see the reason why it doesn't profit you at all to fear anything? Ah, brothers and sisters. Uh, what, fear, come on. It don't, come on. Be fearing none of that mess. Jeremiah 1 verse 7 and 8. 
Jeremiah 1, verse 7 and 8. Watch this. But the Lord said unto me, Say not, I am a child. That's where Jeremiah is getting his calling, right? Hmm. Come on. For thou shalt go to all that I shall send thee. Uh-huh. And whatsoever I command thee, thou shalt speak. In other words, Jeremiah, whatever I tell you, you're going to speak. And you know who, who, who God sent Jeremiah to, right? Oh, yeah. His people. All right, let's look at God's people for a minute, all right? Read on. Be not afraid of their faces. Be not afraid of their backs. No, their faces. Be not afraid of their nose. No, their faces. Their feet. Their faces. Their fingers. No, their faces. Be not afraid of their what? Faces. You know the reason why? Because they're going to manifest something in their face that's going to try to cause you to be afraid. That's why God told the prophet, don't you be afraid of what? Faces. Isn't that sad that Israel would even do that? Yeah. Read on. For I am with thee to deliver thee. No, he said, I'm with you to deliver thee. Mm -hmm. And, and, and you know God know the end from the beginning. Yes, that that thee was Jeremiah. Oh, yeah. Because Israel went into captivity. Amen. And Jeremiah got delivered. You hear that? Amen. He already knew the heart of God's people the way it was going to be. You know, them them hard-headed people. <laughs> Isn't that right? Amen. Jeremiah 1, verse 17. Go down to verse 17. Thou, therefore, gird up thy loins, and arise, and speak unto them all. Jeremiah, let me encourage you. You get on up there, and I want you to go speak to Israel. Now, you know their faces is hard. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir, as hard as bedrock. Hard as concrete. Amen. What's that? Uh, that, that so-called pretty stuff that people like on their countertops. Granite. Granite. They face harder than granite. That's pretty hard. Yeah, <laughs> I'm telling you. Read on. Be not dismayed at their faces, lest I confound thee before them. See, if you get afraid of their faces, Jeremiah, then I'm going to make you afraid. I'm going to make you confused. I'm going to make you timid before them. And then you know what happens then? Then they overcome you. Amen. Ah, Amen. come on. <clears throat> For behold, I have made thee this day a defensed city. He made him a defense city. Come on. And an iron pillar. Iron pillar. And brazen walls. Brazen walls. Against sounds like the whole land. Whoa, against the whole land. Isn't that something? Somebody said, now wait a minute. When I read Jeremiah, it looked like he took a beating. He didn't take nowhere near the beating that Israel got. Amen. He just went through the trials and the tribulations. That's one thing we're afraid of. We're afraid to go through the trials and tribulations. You know, when they come, what are you going to do? They're here. You're just going to have to roll with the punches. Mm -hmm. Amen. And hope that you're able to stand when it, when they're all said and done. Amen. Why have anxiety and, and these all these projected fears? Right. Worrying about, what if this may happen? What if that may happen? Amen. What about this? And, and what about that? What? Amen. You keep with that mess, you're going to bring it on. Because you're giving place to the devil. Amen. When something comes, you deal with it right then and there. Get all in a lose control and all in a hissy fit and everything. All the emotional wreck and stuff. No self-control whatsoever at all. Amen. Why go create something and it ain't there? It's true. You know, later on, we're going to read that there are going to be some people that their hearts, they're going to fail them for fear. 
as they look. Now, they can't see it. They, they can perceive the things that are coming. And their heart's going to fail them for fear. So what do you want to do? Get your heart ready and exercise to fail? Praise God. Amen. Well, you're there. You just do something about it then. Just do, you, amen. amen. Read on. Against the kings of Judah, mm -hmm. against the princes thereof, against the princes thereof, and against the people of the land. Man, I thought these Jeremiah should be fighting the Babylonians. Y'all getting this? But it looks like that, that God has done set him as a defense against his own people. <laughs> Isn't that something? Mm -hmm. Read on. And they shall fight against thee. The, oh. the, God's people supposed to be with you. No, that's true. It's supposed to be. Yeah. They supposed to be with you. Amen. Jeremiah, but and but they are going to fight against, against you. you. That's why I'm telling you from mm -hmm. the beginning. Be not afraid of their faces. Amen. Read on. But they shall not prevail against they thee. They ain't going to prevail. I can tell you that right now. For I am with thee. Now, who, who's with him? God is with him. Come on. Saith the Lord to deliver thee. I'm here to deliver you. He got his second confirmation. Amen. That means all Israel going in captivity. Hallelujah. Ezekiel chapter 2, verse 6. We're going to look at another one about the faces, all right? They must got a lot on their mind. <laughs> Read on. Not too many people of a strange Ezekiel speech. Two verse six. I'm sorry. Three six. Okay. And thou, son of man, be not afraid of them. Be not afraid of who? It's Ezekiel now. Mm -hmm. He's got finished talking to Jeremiah, but he's giving them a warning against the house. Mm -hmm. Read on. Neither be afraid of their words. Don't be afraid of their what? The word. Their words. Though briars and thorns be with thee, and thou dost dwell among scorpions. Wait a minute. <laughs> Do y'all think God have a good understanding of Israel? Yeah. Briars and thorns is with you, and though you dwell among scorpions. Come on now. That's why I keep warning people about when you go off in these little caves. Oh, yeah. It's only a matter of time. Be only not a matter of time. Be not afraid of their words, nor be dismayed at their looks. Though they be a rebellious house. I mean, I've had all kind of looks, boy. Just sit there and you be, I've been in preaching looks and they'll define you. Because you know what I do, don't you? <laughs> Look at them all crazy right back again. And you get too crazy, I just get the mic. Walk around, come right there over next to you then. Maybe I give a chance, a spirit, an opportunity to rise up so I can lay hands on it. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> There's all kind of fears that it, it, it masks itself in so many different ways, brothers and sisters. Mm -hmm. But the Father has not given us that, that spirit. Amen. It didn't originate from him. It didn't come from him. We have the fear of him. And that's by not doing his will. Yes. Hallelujah. Read on. And thou shalt speak my words unto them, mm -hmm. whether they will hear or whether they will forbear. It don't make no difference if they're hearing it or not. You're going to speak them. Read on. They are most rebellious. You see, I hate to have a testimony. I mean, I think about that, brother. So when we read the history of our people, do you not get sick and tired of hearing the Most High continually talking this way about his people? Yes. It makes my heart hurt. Uh -huh. Amen. And I look at that and go, oh, God. Whew. 
I must have a different spirit. You know what I mean? Because I, I don't want to displease him. Amen. I want to be pleasing to him. You know, that Amen. makes sense. Yes, sir. Man, who, Lord. Read Ezekiel 3, verse 9. As an adamant harder than flint have I made thy forehead. Fear them not, neither be dismayed at their looks, though they be a rebellious house. So a lot of fears are going to come through people's looks. Come on, Israel. A lot of fear is going to come through people's looks, through their countenance. So if you're Israel, then you need to make sure there's no spirit manifesting amongst you then. Hallelujah. Of course, if you, you know, full of that spirit and stuff and no telling what communication going on, you don't think that that look is applying to you. Because every man is doing that, which is right in his own eyes, isn't he? Amen. Let's go, to, let's go to Hebrews 2.14. We're going to talk about the fear of death. Amen. For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, uh -huh. he also himself likewise took part of the same. Yep. That through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is, the devil. Uh-huh. And deliver them who through fear of death I mean, you know how many times people lived in fear of dying? You got some spirit trying to tell you to annihilate yourself, kill yourself, get it over with, and then if things didn't, then it's trying to get you to give up hope. Just die, and, and then people, I'm afraid to die. I'm a, they can't get on an airplane, I'm afraid to die. Can't drive in a car, I'm afraid to die. Mm -hmm. Can't do this, I'm afraid to die. Afraid to die. Just, I mean, that fear is just all over the place, but God said he delivered us who all our life was subject to fear death. He delivered us. Mm -hmm. Is that right? That's right. We've been subject to all this bondage all our life, and yet God delivered us from that fear to fear. See, if we pass on, especially if we pass on early in our age and stuff, we didn't do nothing but get promoted early. Sure. We're going to the next level. Mm -hmm. Amen. And according to what the scripture tells me, you know, see, we are so screwed up as a society. Our mind is just so messed up. We don't know up from down. We don't know left from right. We don't know right from wrong. We're calling wrong, right, right, wrong. Yeah, we are. Amen. When a baby is born, we, ah, <laughs> let me see the little baby. <laughs> we get all beside ourselves and all acting crazy like a bunch of banshee and hyenas and fools. Amen. Look like a bunch of jackals around a meat fest <laughs> over a baby. Amen. And I'm going to ask you, what does the Bible tell you to do when a child is born? <laughs> do we do that? No. no. <laughs> and then we come up so anointed with our philosophy. It ain't the child's fault. Amen. And then people always wonder, Pastor, you want to see the baby? No. All of them act just like. Look at them looking. Do I love children? Yeah, I love children. Yeah, if I, I, I get to them when I get to them. Amen. What does the Bible tell you to do when a child is born? Lord. See, we even hate to say it. Because we're so backwards in our understanding. Amen. Just so, just toe up. Amen. We even take issue with God over that. 
Next time a child born around this place, we need to have a morning fest. We need to put on some black robes, some sat, yeah, some sat cloth and everything, and then just cry out for mercy. Because here you are worrying about, here's a child born, you rejoicing and stuff, and you don't even know if that child going to make it to glory or not. Amen. Because you look at the type of quality of parents that are being produced today, the, chance, the child stands a 99% chance of going to hell. Amen. Because the parents don't love God. Amen. And he, you are, <laughs> boy, there's something wrong. Help us, Jesus. Amen. Then what does it tell you to do in the day of one's death? Rejoice. Rejoice. But what do we do? Did I say something wrong? No. Did I say something wrong? No. That's the same type of spirit to get mad at God. Amen. Amen. That's why the scripture said, sorrow not even as others which have no hope. Right. We believe that Jesus died and rose again. Yes, sir. Well, God going to bring back the resurrected the ones who died with him. Yeah. He going to bring them right back. So why are you sitting up in sorrow? I'm going to miss them now. You go to hell, you really gonna miss him. <laughs> you gonna miss the most important part, God. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're just a, just screwed up. Amen. That's true. And then he, well, he always look at him. He always just bring a bad spirit in the place. Then he called the good spirit the bad spirit. Cause I got good understanding. Uh -huh. And because I ain't with the crew. Right. Now I got the bad spirit because I'm I'm manifesting the truth. Amen. See, I told you we don't know right from wrong, wrong from right. Amen. No, we don't. I was talking today. I said, you know, you ought to see the amount of respect that a rebellious person get from someone as opposed to one that 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 submits and serves God. That's true. Amen. We just ask backwards. That's right. It's just crazy. It is. Because you won't get what God's Well, I'm going to do what God's way. How about you? Amen. I'm going to do, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do what God's Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Did he do baby? Anyway, praise the Lord. Go ahead, brother. Where we at? Where was we at? He, oh, he bruised. Oh, let's go to Matthew 8, 26. Matthew 8, 26. And he saith unto them, why are ye fearful? Do you think that's a valid question? Yeah. <laughs> why are ye fearful? Do you think Jesus is asking a valid question? Yes, sir. I mean, he want to know why. Now, the next time I, I see some people dealing with fear, I want to ask why. Too. Why? And I'm going to watch all these excuses. Mm -hmm. But my ear is really tuned to hear what spirit is oppressing. You know, because your excuse is going to tell me what spirit it is. Amen. But Jesus said, why are you fearful? Read on. Oh, ye of little faith. See, fear is associated with little faith. Mm -hmm. Because when you have faith, you don't have time for fear. Because both command attention. Both command worship. Amen. Oh, boy. That's true. Amen. Yeah, they do. Oh, yeah, Amen. both of them command attentiveness. You have to be a very attentive. 
Oh, yes, sir. Mm-hmm. You see, and what we do today, we say, well, I can't have faith. Why? Because I'm full of fear. Mm-hmm. How about reversing that thing? Amen. And get full of faith. Amen. And forsake the fear. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Read on. Then he arose and rebuked the wind. That's what he did. And the sea. So do you think we're, what we should do when fear is around? Rebuke, rebuke it. it. Mm-hmm. In the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Rebuke it. Read on. And there was a great calm. See, that's when you're going to get your calm. Well, we'll sit back. It dropped tears, brother. <laughs> Just dropping tears. And that's, that don't move me. No. no. I, you know how many tears I've seen? Bunches. And people ain't, they ain't sorrowing over the wrong mess, too. I'm saying that. I'll wait till you get finished. Because somebody gripped in an emotional state like it, you ain't going to do nothing about it. No. You ain't gonna, what, what are you going to do? What, you want me to cry along with you and make you feel better? <laughs> Praise God. Anyway, brother, let's go. Rebuke, rebuke fear. Yes. Come on. And there was a great calm. Uh-huh. Revelation 21, verse 8. Let's see at the end and the conclusion of this whole matter for, for what fear is. We want to see how many times you want to be fearful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I mean, I'm serious. And notice it right here, it didn't even define what category of fear. It just hit it. Isn't that something? Mm-hmm. Now, if you notice, we're going to really carefully look at this because you know what? Fear, when it's not the fear of the most high, this type of fear is lumped in and associated with a whole bunch of other mess. Amen. God don't make no distinction. He said all of these are going to inherit the same destiny. Mm-hmm. Let's see what it is. Let's see it. Let's see how it is. All right, come on. But the fearful. First one he mentioned. But the what? Fearful. 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 Woo! And this is the one I said we got to really talk about more than anything. Mm-hmm. And, and what else? And unbelieving. Woo! Boy, what category that is. I don't believe. I don't believe. Tell somebody, I don't believe like that. Tell her, I don't believe like that. But the fearful and the unbelieving. The Sabbath day is the seventh day of the week and God has never repealed it. I don't believe that. Amen. The going unbelief. The fearful and the unbelieving, read on. And the abominable. The abominable. And murderers. Murderers, it, they all in the same category. Mm-hmm. They're all in the same category. Mm-hmm. Is that right? See, here on this earth, you get a different penalty for murder than you do for being abominable. Amen. On this earth, they don't even have a jail for unbelief. No. There is no jury is going to sentence you for being fearful. Amen. But the most high, he got a sentence for you. Amen. God don't see as man see. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He don't grade on a curve either. No. You're not imagine. Can you imagine that? 
You could win all your life, never murder nobody, but be full of fear and then still end up in this right here. Say, who going to tell you this? Not many. How many preachers going to tell you this? Not many. Amen. They ain't going to do it. They ain't going to do it. too afraid to tell you this. Amen. We're going to make it plain. Is that all right? Amen. You be fearful and have unbelief. You're going to inherit the same place as the abominable and the murderer. Mm -hmm. God is not, he's not discriminating at all, is he? No. Read on. And whoremongers. To all you whoremongers out there. And sorcerers. And, and what? And what? Sorcerers. Now look at this. You could be a whoremonger, are you following me? Mm -hmm. And you're going to go to the lake of fire. Right. That's where you're going. Yeah. Nobody ever tells the person who's full of fear that you're going to inherit the same place. Amen. Well, I'm telling you. There ain't nobody getting by. See why? God tell you the reason why. Because see, the person that is fearful, they look like a victim, and and in our own feelings and emotions, we have sympathy for folks like that. And then we want to beat up and kill the murderer. Why come nobody want to kill the kill the one that's fearful? It's true. Oh, you, you, oh, you hypocritical judges, you. Amen. You hypocritical judges, you. Why come you don't want to crucify and ostracize somebody for, not, for having unbelief? You hypocrites. Mm -hmm. Two-faced liars. Amen. Ooh. Well, let's read on a little bit more. And idolaters. And idolaters. Mm -hmm. And watch this one. And all liars. Shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone. Isn't that something? The liar is going to inherit the same hell as the one that's full of fear. Yep. Mm -hmm. The unbeliever is going to inherit the same hell as the whoremonger and the sorcerers. Mm -hmm. And the murderers. And then to top it off, all liars mm -hmm. are going to have their part in which burneth with. With fire, with and, fire brimstone. and brimstone. Yes, sir. Which is the second Which is death. the what death? Second death. Mm. 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 Y'all see how hypocritical we are in our judgment? We're pretty screwed up, ain't we? We need to start seeing it the way God sees. What do you think about that? Yes, sir. I think we all see it the way God sees. Is that right? Now, 1 Peter 5, 7 tells us clearly, go to 1 John 4, 18. It tells us, cast all your care... That's one thing the fear does. It makes you start caring. That's right. But that care is you need to care about God. You need to do something about it. You need to cast all your care upon him before he care for you. Is that right? Now watch this. 1 John 4, 18, read on. There is no fear in love. Isn't that yeah. something? That, that, wait a minute. You ain't going to tell me that you're a person full of love and you're full of fear. Amen. That's diametrically opposed. Contrary. There's no way. There is no fear in love. How many people are afraid to love somebody because they're afraid, you're afraid that they might betray you, injure you, hurt you, do you wrong, misuse you? Mm -hmm. Amen. That's why I keep trying to tell folks, you ain't got to worry about all that. Every, all things work together for the good. And all you have to do is keep love. Let it be, your, and, and, and it, God's going to work everything out. God's going to, see, we just don't have no patience. We just don't have patience to let God work out what he needs to work out. 
Amen. You know what I mean? Somebody could be wicked, and then all of a sudden they could get a, a turning point. You understand what I mean? They could get a turning point. Amen. But then again, you're going to be faithful whether they turn or not. Mm-hmm. Amen. In your patience, possess you your what? Sure, you're going to feel the mess. You're going to feel the garbage and stuff that you have to put up with and stuff like that. But, man, hey, that's just part of it. You got to learn how to roll with the punches. <laughs> mm-hmm. When I always play football, and I'd run around the you know, when they do a sweep and stuff, and I'd run around the side and stuff. And, of course, when we grew up playing football, if somebody was coming to hit you and stuff, the way we used to do, we used to just lower our shoulder and, and then run into them, too, to make them feel the pain for getting hit, for hitting us. Mm-hmm. But then when you know you're on the sideline and you're oh, close to the side, you're running out of area, you know what they used to teach us? Relax. When you know you're getting ready to get hit, that way you avoid a fumble, and then you avoid also injury. Because you know you're finna get ready to get hit anyway. Yeah. And chances are you ain't getting out of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So just go ahead and relax. Yeah. So, relax. <laughs> oh, man. We, we get hit with these little spiritual whammies. <laughs> we tense up. <laughs> no. Amen. I know I'm telling you. That's what it is. See what it is. All these demons. Mm-hmm. Ripping the cover off of them, all them demons, man. That's what they, they manifest. See, now they don't want to have any anxiety attack right. mm-hmm. because of the exposure of the word. They're fearful, right? Yeah. This big light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This big light of mine, I see a devil. I'm going to let it shine. That's why when people, that's why I go to places, but I don't care where I'm at, people, they say, Lord, I mercy. I get out of the pulpit and walk there and go, oh, Lord, please don't let them come over here. <laughs> oh, Lord, they calling on the Lord. <laughs> they full of fear, but they calling on the Lord. They say, don't let them come over here. Don't let them look at me. Don't let them, oh, my God, mercy be done. And really, that's that demon. Begging for mercy. Amen. That's true. And then they wonder why I always hang out in that area. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that beautiful? Ain't I stinker? <clears throat> Let's look at some symptoms of fear. Phobias. Did you finish first John? No, sir. Let's go to first John. Read, read that. Read the rest of it. But perfect love casteth out fear. Now wait a minute, we forgot that perfect love does what now? It casteth out fear. Perfect love. Who are you supposed to love first and foremost? Jesus. You have that perfect love right there, fear won't stand too much of a chance then, will it? Amen. Oh, I'm sorry. I just messed up y'all little picnic with fear. <laughs> I'm sorry, brother. Oh, I didn't mean to torment you with the truth. <laughs> oh, mercy. That's like when that tornado came through here and, mm-hmm. You know, a few years ago, and that thing, they sound like a freight train, everything else going. And my wife, honey, 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 what is that? You know, she just want to know what it is. I mean, what makes her think I'm a subject matter expert on all this stuff? (laughs) She asked, though, and I'm sitting up here. That is a tornado. Now, I did. The first thing that came up my mind, the first thought that came up my mind is about the saints. First thing came up in my mind. 
And I went to that door and tried to open it. And I said, well, they're going to get ready to go be with Jesus if something happened. <laughs> well, what else can you do? Amen. What else can you do? Mm-mm. That thing came up on us suddenly. Out of nowhere. Oh, man, I couldn't even hardly open the door, could I? The wind was that intense. Got it open, looking. And she, oh, my God, what are we going to do? I said, I'll show you exactly what I'm getting ready to do. I'm going to bed. <laughs> and I went right back to bed. Why? I ain't got no time to be afraid. <sighs> then there was another storm a few weeks later. It was brewing or something like No, sometime, no, a few months ago. It was about a year or two later. A year or two later, I think it was. And Brother Doug and Elder Becker and I, we were sitting out on the porch and stuff because they had little sirens going off and all like this. And, and of course, they get on the uh, Noah radio. It's headed to pumpkin time. <laughs> all the places in the world ahead is coming right to pumpkin time. You think the devil ain't trying to send out his felices? Amen. So we sit right there and looked at him. I remember I, I put my finger right to one hand. And you, you could see it coming. In the name of Jesus, as I did, just talk just like that. Go that way. <laughs> you ever rebuked any stones around here, Elder Becker? Yes, sir. Someone said, oh, I don't believe that. The fearful and the unbelieving. Oh, I see the reason why. Because you finna inherit the lake of fire. See, we have faith to do what God tells us to do. You understand what I mean? Then people don't have it, so they put their fear and their unbelief in the place of faith. Man, we got a war on our hands. Amen. The devil is going to use anything he can to try to make you fearful. You need to know that. And when you know that, then you don't have time for that. Amen. Amen. Let somebody else do it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, but... Perfect love. That's that love of God. Mm-hmm. It cast out all fear. You know why? Because you, you put your trust in him. Read on. Because fear hath torment. I ain't got to tell you that. You already know that. We don't even have to, we don't even have to go over that part. Everybody already know that. Fear has torment. Torment living fire of you, don't it? Mm-hmm. Read this. Read on. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. That's the problem. That's the problem. Sister Carol, am I a fearful man in any aspect, in anything that you know of? Not in I. I ain't got time for it. Let somebody else do it. There's plenty, I promise you, there's plenty of fear to go around for the whole world. I'm seeking the, the greater fear. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is this all right? All I'm trying to do is strengthen y'all, brothers and sisters. <coughs> You know, maybe you say amen, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Or maybe, maybe, maybe you can get a little bit of deliverance. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't know. Uh, symptoms of fear, all right? Phobias. Claustrophobia. Can't be in closed areas. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Hydrophobia. Fear of water. You're just fear of water. Drink it all day, but you fear it. scared of it, though. Fear of water. Then they got this thing, I forget, I don't know how to pronounce this, narachophobia, 
Dracophobia. Dracophobia. NY. Okay. Fear of dark. Dark. Oh, okay. It's spelled N Y C T O. Phobia. Fear of dark. And then they have a pyrophobia. You can just put all these words in front of pyro, fire, fear of fire. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You know, it's amazing. Nobody don't like fire being burnt by, but ain't nobody trying to do whatever they need to do to keep, to keep from going to hell. Mm, amen. That one trips me out. That one mm -hmm. disturbs me. Hmm? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Then you have um, nightmares. You have the enemy trying to use nightmares to make you fear. Fearful. Isn't that true? Mm -hmm. Go to Luke 21, verse 26. Uh, sicknesses. Don't sicknesses, first thing come up is death. You get sick, man, oh, this must be it. First thing the enemy try to torment you with is death when you get sick. Isn't that true? Mm -hmm. Or um, worry is another form of fear. Mm -hmm. It just masks itself a different way. Amen. It's just, just worry. You're just constant worrying. See, all these are symptoms of demonic spirits or the spirit. That's what the Bible says it is. It is a spirit. Second Timothy 1 7, God has not given us the spirit. spirit of fear. So fear is a spirit. So a lot of this mess we're torn around with is a spirit, a <coughs> demonic spirit. Yeah. And you keep torn around that, it means your faith is little. Of course, you're full of fear. You never felt that fear thing, especially when it's let's, you know, especially when it's time to pray for someone for healing or deliverance and stuff. First thing show up is who? Fear. Fear. Mm-hmm. As soon as he show up, you know that should automatically communicate to you what you need to do. Amen. Amen. That's right. Go the direct opposite. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ain't nobody scared but fear. That's true. Because it's in nature. Mm -hmm. Fear even hate hearing this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fear can't stand hearing this is torment for him. Amen. And I get joy out of that. Amen. I really truly do. I really get joy out of that. Yes, I do too. Excessive, you know, somebody seeing, you ever seen somebody excessive timid? I mean, just excessive with it. That's another mask for fear. Timidity. Mm -hmm. T-I-M-I-D-I-T-Y. Timidity. 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 Excessive timidity. That's another mask of, or another way of masking fears. Stress. Another way of masking fears. Because yeah. it's, it's, what it does is got your, your mind off of what it needs to be on. And it's causing you to have anxiety, causing you to be fearful of situations and circumstances. And it masks itself in stress. You won't believe what the Merck manual has to say, how many diseases are associated just with fear. Wow. You just wouldn't believe it. You wouldn't believe it. I think well over 30 or 40, 40 diseases are in direct association with fear. And then they give you a pill. And what do they give you a pill for? Calm your nerves. Mm -hmm. What? To dull your senses. senses. Right. Amen. Why? So you, you ain't no good in that way. So you might as well not be no good. You ain't going to do nothing about it. What they call doing something about it is give you a pill. Right. I got a the gossip pill. Amen. Ah, never mind. Ah, never mind. It's just, anyway, yeah, this is just something, brother. I'm up here laboring, brother, and all I get. 
My numb. Hey, something, something today happened. I had a car, what happened? I had a car at, uh, at the house today, and uh, people dropped it off, and I was supposed to do a few things to it. And in the console, there was a, like a little cubby hole right, right above the stereo system. There's this little bitty Bible, like a pastel blue color. One of those little bitty things, like a mm -hmm. size, but real small. And I glanced at it, and I kind of thought it was kind of odd, if you knew the car, it was kind of odd that there was a Bible in the car. And I thought, is that a Bible? And sure enough, it was. And so I just picked up and looked at it. It was a New Testament only. Mm -hmm. And it was NIV. And, of course, you know, since coming here, I've not even fooled with that stuff. I thought, I was going to see how perverted this scripture is. So I went in 2 Timothy 1.7. That's one of my favorite scriptures. Mm -hmm. I just highlighted my Bible. So I turned to that one looked at it. And it said, instead of, for God not giving us the spirit of fear, it said, you know, instead of fear, the substitute of timidity. And then instead of a, like a sound mind, it was self-discipline. And it was all messed up. I mean, it was. You know what they're doing? Softening the blow. Yeah. You know, speaking in, in riddles and terms and, you know, that it's acceptable to you so, so that you really won't feel, you know what I mean, the whooping of God. Mm -hmm. What they try to do is they put those words and they word things that way so they can remove conviction from your mind. Mm -hmm. Amen. And people say those those other versions are supposed to be easier to understand and read. Well, to me, it's a lot harder. Can I can I run something by y'all for for a minute? Huh? You know, I'm just gonna run something by y'all. You know, the majority of um uh, stuff that we read today is is anywhere between sixth and eighth grade level. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Now, if you're only understanding on a sixth and eighth grade level, how are you gonna how are you gonna be able to compete or talk? or understand someone who's speaking on 11 or 12th grade level, or who's writing anything on 11 or 12th Amen. grade level. I mean, they can just about tell you anything. Mm -hmm. You're not comprehending it anyway. You don't sure. understand it anyway. Amen. So they can deceive you. Right. Amen. It just changes the whole impact of it. Because you say fear, for God says, get a spirit of fear. Well, people kind of know what fear is. But mm -hmm. to me, you're like, if they even pronounce the word, right? you know, they might like, what is that? Yeah, like me, you can't call him, you can't pronounce timidity. You call him timidity. Hmm? See, I don't speak on a high level, but I understand on a high level. Mm -hmm. So, dude, I, I haven't found a book that I hadn't been able to pick up and I have not been able to comprehend. And I've got some books down there that's written on a. Mm. And it's amazing. You look at words, you go, how to work with somebody write words on, you know, write paragraphs and sentences on such a high level. Amen. Yet it's been done. War on the Saints. That's written on a very high level. Mm -hmm. At least I think it is. Mm -hmm. To me, it ain't written on no eighth grade level. Um, two Babylons. That ain't written on no sixth and eighth grade level. <laughs> that is not written on a sixth and eighth grade, and I understand it perfectly. But everybody can't read that and understand that perfectly. Amen. But we can all understand Danny the dinosaur. Most people don't even know who Danny the dinosaur was. Cindy, you know who Danny the dinosaur was, don't you? You don't remember Danny the dinosaur <laughs> in elementary? Brother, I don't I'm either. the only one to read Danny the dinosaur. Sister Barr. You know Danny Dinosaur. <laughs> huh? Why you think that, that um, they mind none people with the paper with the comic section? Yeah. Mm 
because mm. it's written on a first and second grade level. What do you think they do with the sports section? Oh they write them on a third and fourth grade level. Yeah. Oh, never mind. Amen. Anyway, I, I didn't mean to insult perceived intelligence. Mm -hmm. All right? But if you don't do nothing to advance yourself or better, how would you know when somebody's deceiving you? Amen. Because I'm telling you, words, one word mm. used the wrong way can change the whole, the, I mean, the, just Amen. the whole entire, the whole entire composition and structure of any, any meaning whatsoever at all. Amen. But if you're only reading on the third and fourth grade level, somebody's talking to you on a greater <laughs> level, but finish. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's why we have to thank God for the Holy Ghost. Amen. See, most people are not trying to better themselves in any way, shape, fashion, or form. If you're not trying to do it naturally, you sure ain't going to do it spiritually. Amen. Because the Bible says, first that which is natural, then that which is spiritual. Isn't that right? Amen. Praise God. Amen. I just, you know, I just thought I'd just drop that on us like Hiroshima, Nagasaki, you know, America drop everything else. I might as well drop some truth. Amen. You know what I mean? You live by the bomb, you're going to die by the bomb. You live Amen. by the sword, you're going to die by the sword, ain't you? Amen. That's why America got to go. Amen. <laughs> we live by the sword, so we're going to die by the sword. Amen. Amen. And then you have a, a psychological complexes that mask themselves in many fears. See, so, I mean, fear, we don't have enough time in the night to even just talk about just fear in itself. Because it, it, that's why God just summed it up. Hey, just... Fear. I talk about it all over the place. Luke 21, verse 26. Read that, brother. Men's hearts failing them for fear. See, there's a time that's coming that people are going to be able to perceive what's coming down the pike, what's coming down the line. Mm -hmm. And they're going to cause people to fear. And their heart is going to fail. That means heart attack. Read on. And for looking after those things which are coming on the earth. Didn't say they were here. Say they are coming mm -hmm. on the earth. People are going to be dying left and right because they cannot handle the stress. They cannot handle the mental, the mental stress. Mm -hmm. The excessive anxiety, this, this, the projected fears. They, can, they won't be able to handle it. Since, uh, since we don't worship fear, we ain't got nothing to worry about. Hey, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? They're going to say, hey, a meteor shower is going to cover the whole East Coast. What are we going to do? Jump in the car and go west? And it's going to be here in five minutes. <laughs> now, well, how much? what are you going to do? What are you going to do? If a meteor hits you, you go to glory. Amen. If a nuclear bomb, you know you're doomed. It's going to hit Nashville. Now, you know it's going to hit Nashville in 30 minutes. You can get in your car. You can drive 30 minutes away from Nashville. But I'm going to tell you the smart thing to do is to drive 30 minutes to Nashville. Yeah. Because the nuclear blast is nothing compared to the fallout. Be just like Daniel in the lion's den. Mm -hmm. What are you, you going to do? You, you going to get out of the lion's den? You don't get out. They're going to still throw you in there. Amen. 
Oh, no. Uh, that's committing suicide. Well, either way it goes, you finna die. Amen. How about that? You can take all the potassium I date you want to, you finna glow. <laughs> Just like a candle. <laughs> Praise God. Anyway, I, I, you know, I, I, this is too complex here tonight. It really truly is. Anyway, we're going to move on, brother. Okay. You know, people despise wisdom. I'm not going to say who, but people do despise wisdom. I'll leave that word out because we ain't talking the saints most high, right? Amen. But fools do despise wisdom. Amen. Mm -hmm. Read on. For the powers of heaven shall be shaken. See, the powers of heaven are going to be shaken. And people are not ready for the coming of the Lord. Oh. You understand? We got a whole entire world that's getting ready for the man of, Christ, the man of sin, the Antichrist. They're just getting ready for him. And there are people who don't even know they're getting ready for him. They're getting ready for him. And they're going to call him the Messiah. What do you think these secret societies for? They're getting ready for what they call the Messiah. What do you think the Jews in Israel are getting ready for? Them so-called Jews, they're getting ready for the man of sin. The one they call the Messiah. The one they set the plate every year during Passover, they're looking for Elijah. Who do you think the Christians are getting ready for? They're getting ready for the Antichrist. They, they might, you know why? Because they're already geared up, looking to be raptured up out of here. Yeah. And when Swab Devonair shows up, blase, 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 and women, woo, you finish. You done for. Because we're going to look like a, a sore thumb out of junk. That's the devil. You better quit talking about him. You see how people... I'm telling you. And we Job 3.25, for the thing which I greatly feared has come upon me, and that which I was afraid of has come upon me. I was not in safety, neither had I rest, neither was I quiet, yet trouble came. So even if you're not in safety and you didn't have any rest and you weren't quiet, trouble still come. Mm -hmm. And so you just sit there and subject yourself to fear all that time and then do nothing about it but receive the devil. If I can just put it blunt like that. You just gave place to the devil. So when he says, for the thing which I greatly feared, the projected thing, the thing that you perceive, the anxiety that's coming from it, the things that you may, you know, the way fears communicate. It's communicating a worst case scenario. And, and all it needs is your belief. It's amazing how that we want unbelief, unbelief. But we, we, uh, what we do with unbelief is believe it when we should be unbelieving it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Amen. That's true. Amen. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. And then things we should be believing, we spend more time not believing it. Mm -hmm. When we should be believing it. Amen. And then we wonder what type of man of people we are while we're while we in the shape we're in. Amen. Again, when a baby's born, he's supposed to what? Lord. I guess when you get your head screwed on right, you get your spirit right, then you'll start act, you know, responding right wow. and acting right the way God wants you to then. Right. Darn never mind. <laughs> Amen. We'll go 500 miles. I don't want to go see the baby. I the hell with the baby. I don't want to see no baby. I want to see Jesus. Amen. How about that? Amen. You shouldn't talk about that baby. That baby don't care about me talking about it. I ain't even talking about the baby. Baby don't even understand. The only person getting offended is you. Mm -hmm. 
you just so cold and cruel. Where, where that kind of communication come from? Amen. I've never been cold or cruel to a child. <laughs> See, it's it's the mind. It's Amen. it's just tore up. Amen. You heartless. Take one, no one, don't it? Right. You heartless against God. How about that? Amen. Praise the Lord. Anyway, when you are afraid, trust in God. Amen. Oh, that's easier said than done. No, it ain't as easy to do than not do it. Mm-hmm. Because you're in torment the whole time you're not doing it. Amen. Psalms 56 verse 3 says, what time I am afraid. I will trust in thee. Go ahead and paraphrase it. Whenever I'm afraid, I'm going to trust in you. Amen. How you do that? You have to yield yourself to God. Mm-hmm. Resist the devil. And he'll flee. Because I promise you, as long as you sit there and entertain fear, he ain't going nowhere. Man, he having a heyday. He, man, he's having a shoot. I mean, after all, he come to your house, you open up the door, you let him raid the refrigerator, you let him sit in, kick his feet up on the furniture, why should he leave? Amen. He getting three squares in a cot right here, man. Why should I go somewhere else? <laughs> getting take care of, man. Shoot. Yes, sir. Brother Elder Becker saying in the pocket for the book of wisdom, the 17th chapter. Go ahead. Hold on a second. Yeah. Tyler, go, go take this to him. Yeah, he's right, he's right here. That's how I read the word. Well, basically, the whole chapter is about. Um, you have to start all over again. Okay. In the 17th chapter of the Book of Wisdom, in the Apocrypha, mm-hmm. the whole chapter is talking about fear. Actually, what it is, is it's. It's uh, what happens to the ungodly when they persecute the godly. Okay. But, but there's a scripture in here that is a very good definition of fear. Um, okay. It says, for fear is nothing else but a betraying of the suckers which reason offereth. Mm-hmm. And that's the verse. Um, did I say that we're right? Suckers? Succours. Succours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's a very good chapter to read. It talks about how they get tormented, how they can't sleep, um, how it, it's very good chapter. I'm telling you, I sleep good. Amen. 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 So I've heard. <laughs> so you heard. So I've heard, yeah. I, do, I sleep good. Donna Mama, I sleep good. And the enemies are sitting up there, got big bags under their eyes. They can't live unless they're talking about me. I'm glad I'm here to assist you to an early grave. But I sleep good. I don't have no time to be worrying about this, worrying about that, worrying about that, worrying about that, worrying about that. If I can tell that the enemy is trying to attack me, I'm telling you, the, the, the one way the enemy attack you is, is, is somebody who don't have healthy speech and language towards you. You want to get that? You feel them. They, I, we we call them spiritual whammies. Amen. You can feel it. You can feel it, man. It's just like them. Them things come, bro. You mind your own business. All of a sudden, <laughs> I 
you're like, man, I'm heavy. <laughs> you're like, man, I'm heavy. No doubt. <laughs> Praise God. God is good. Father, we thank you for these words are true. We pray these sins sink deep down in our heart and we become doers and not hearers only of this word. We thank you for this truth. It will deliver and it will help somebody. Thank you, Father, for all things in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Bless y'all. This right here should ask the whole heart.